it is the most popular show in the physical world. Hey everybody, welcome to the physical world. I'm Luke. I'm JJ. We hope you guys are having a wonderful day. So we both finished Squid Game. Yep, we promised it, guys. Uh, JJ finished it. I watched the whole show. Hopefully, some of you guys have, and we're ready to discuss this shit. Um, before we get into it, if you haven't watched it, there's gonna be spoilers. So if you plan on watching it, go watch it, then come back. Yeah. Never want to discourage someone from listening to the podcast, but this will be about from the perspective of post-Squid Game talking about this. So go watch it and then come back. So without further ado, uh, let's let's get into it, man. So what, what do you let, let's what do you think about it, the whole show? Overall, I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. It, like I was saying, the first episode of this, it was a really unique concept, and gradually you saw kind of the human nature kind of come out because you saw I can't remember his name, but four fifty six. Uh, oh my God! Um, what was his name? Jesus, we gotta have that. What was that guy's name? Well, it was like what Jihan, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he saw him betray the old man, use his yeah. dementia against him, but the old man was just like acting the whole time. Cause at that's the end, fucked. Yeah, it was terrible. Cause at the end, the old man was like, "How could you do this to your?" friend God, what was he called? Gog, Gognabu or something, something like, like that. that yeah specific like, name always have each other's bags all that shit mm. and he's like how could you do this and then he gave him the last marble anyway I was like damn Yo. this is sad as hell <laughs> then Jihun walked out of there and we heard a shot but we never saw him shoot him we never saw them kill um, the old guy. He his name was what? It was Ilnom, I think. Yeah. yeah. Ilnom. And and the whole show, like, it was kind of genius, like how it set Ilnom up throughout it. You know, number one player, like he's old as shit. He's got a brain tumor. Like he's just kind of pure, um, precious. Like, like especially like that one scene, like when everyone was just going full-on purge that one night he's just at the top screaming like you know he just felt bad and he was and and he was just a a good character in there but then obviously the the revelation at the end of this show i mean that's that's crazy uh he was one of the guys that's running it or and just wanted to play it before he died oh i mean it's that god the show went it went crazy like Throughout it, like I felt like the first couple episodes were really dope, and then 
you really started getting like once you got like episode four through like seven, you're like really, really just into the games and sort of getting the players are sort of getting a little bit like desensitized to some of the violence in the games, but then not in the same sense because each game just got a little bit more. Yeah, because they were like they were desensitized except for when it was people they were like they had kind of become close with in there. Yeah. Because if they saw, like, one of their friends die, obviously it fucked with them. Oh, yeah. But during, like, the marble game and stuff, they there were gunshots all around. At first, some people were, like, flinching and stuff, but was, it was pretty desensitized. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the tug-of-war game... That shit was fucking crazy for some reason to me. Yeah, I was hyped. Oh, hell no. Alright, boys. We gotta make a plan. <laughs> yeah, we're weaker like, than these fuckers, but we're still gonna win, I promise. Just do what I say. I mean, I assumed when I saw, like, obviously it's set up as that, and they had a, like, Jihun's team was, like, him and Sangwoo and uh, Il Nam and that one other guy and, and some uh, what was their name like uh, Sabiok or Sabok? Yeah, uh, Sabiok. Yeah. Sabiok. And and then a couple other girls, I think. Like it, it was just not a tug of war team, but I was like, they have to make it, you know, obviously, because there's still like four episodes yeah, to go. They're but the I main characters. <laughs> I, I had no, I was like, how the fuck are they gonna get out of this? And then fucking uh, Il Nam just comes up with this crazy ass plan. For how to win tug of war, that shit worked. Like I was hype watching that. I was like, yeah. I mean, I was into it. I was it like, let's fucking go, boys. <laughs> like it worked, and then it stopped working, and the other team, and then they got them back, and like yeah, that was that was a crazy episode, uh, for sure. They were all they were all really well made episodes that made you want to keep watching. A very like. Def- textbook definition of like a binge worthy show yeah and it's I wish it was longer but I don't know how they would have done it longer with that set of characters yeah because you have people constantly dying throughout it so you can't really like continue it running without just having boring ass episodes yeah um yeah, they, but, like, that show was so... It had so much depth. Like, there were so many things going on. Like, we had, like, the... Uh, like, the organ harvesting storyline in, like, episodes, like, three and four. Um, yeah, that shit was fucked. And then yeah, they, just like, strung them up in that big lobby area between the staging area and the actual game. Yeah. Just to, like, show people not to... Not to try. It's supposed to be shit. about you actually get another chance to like have a fair shot. Yeah. These fuckers tried to take that away. God, it was that storyline was wild, and then you obviously had the frontman storyline. Like his mask was dope. Like let's be honest, his mask <laughs> was dope. Yeah. And and you have all this shit going on and. The, you have the detective that's there, or the, the co- I think it was a detective. 
uh, that was there. He's infiltrating in so many ways. He just kept on upgrading his ranking there, like finding more shit out. He was how his phone stayed charged for so long. I, I don't know. <laughs> like I will never get how that man's iPhone staying charged for like. Was he? He four was days. there for a solid, yeah, like four days. Like I don't know, <laughs> but it did, and he was able to get a lot of um, um, a lot of those videos and stuff. But I, wait, so whenever like towards the end, whenever he like escaped and he was like on that island, he was sending to his police chief. Did those videos just like never go through? See that I don't know. Because I thought at least some of them. Yeah, I don't know neither. I feel like some of them would have had to. Mm -hmm. But I don't know how the show actually schemed it out. But that shit was crazy too because it ended up that the front man was like his... His brother. Brother, yeah. Yeah, the dude he was there searching for. Like once he got there... I think the detective assumed that his brother had been like went into the games to compete and had died at some point. Yeah. So then he was just like, well, this is for like my brother. This is for like the sake of these humans. Like I'm going to expose this sick shit and try to get some help and shit. And then his brother's the front man directly running the games at that location. Like, holy shit. Yeah, and that's the first time. I don't know how that works because the front man showed his face, but he also killed his brother. But yeah, if you show your face, you're supposed to die too. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that just didn't apply to him because he was like the top dog there, or like he just said fuck this rule for this moment. I, I don't know. Like, there were some, like, I felt like the end of the show was insanely rushed. Yeah, but it... That is my see, one critique of it. Yeah, it was hard, because it's like, I, they couldn't add another episode, I don't think. Hmm. But I feel like the last, like, two episodes, they could have added, like, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, too. Because, like, episode eight, the one where... Sabiok or Sabiok, what's what's her name? Sabiok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, when she died, was that was pitiful and sad, uh, and really just. I started to that, really like her. Yeah, she was dope. Like she was a dope character. Like that was a heartbreaking death. But that episode was only like thirty minutes long. Like it was the shortest episode. I don't know why. Like they could have added another yeah. fifteen, twenty minutes of that episode to just to explain a little more or maybe they did maybe they left a lot of answers on purpose for another season i don't that's That's impossible but i just felt like it was just moving so quick maybe they did it for the shock factor because i was shocked the last couple episodes i was like what like whoa like yeah i mean saying woo he went full-on like bad guy villain yeah (laughs) he killed um God, what was that guy? I cannot remember that one guy's name. It was like Abdul, right? Or, or Ali. Ali, yeah. Ali. He, um, like, they were like buddies, you know? They were the part of the group with, uh, 
fucking Jihan and Ilnam, and Ollie had never played that marble game. But he was no. kicking Sangwoo's ass and had all the marbles. And then Sang- fuck out of him. <laughs> and Sangwoo was like, fuck this, I'm living. So he like made, like, just come up with some bullshit ass lie that he Ollie like, somehow fell Yeah, he was like, we're gonna go play against other teams that haven't finished yet and take their marbles, and then we both have 20 or 10 or whatever it was. And then yeah. we both get to live. And then he was, uh, he took all uh, all these marbles and replaced all these marbles with rocks. Yep. I don't know why he let that man Ali roam around for so long, roam around that little town. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> Sang Woo turned sinister, and I I liked Sang Woo, and. You know, and then he turned sinister there, and then on that episode with the blocks, fucking push that dude at the end, like, like that yeah, one. That one I, I kind of understood it. though, because I was Cause like, there was like no time. You got like twenty seconds, man. You gotta fucking go. <laughs> yeah. And on the off chance that he pushed him at the one that was the correct tile, the man wouldn't have died. Yeah, he is. He kind of played the fifty-fifty there, and he's like. But you have to, like, go in order. Yeah. So he's like, well, there you go, man. Let's see what happens. (laughs) Oh, and then they brought in, in that episode, they brought in all the uh, really, really rich elites that were spectating the games. And that that was fucked. That really, that's whenever it started taking off. Even more so than it had before, like real world implications. And, and hence that started society. Yeah. And it started to that aspect started to kind of remind me of Hunger Games too. Hunger Games or like the purge. Uh some of those sitting there enjoying it, watching, betting on who's gonna make it through. Dude, I think that shit's real though. I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying like Hunger Games, Purge, Squid Game, but I mean like something like that. It would not shock me if that is is real, because there are some sick fucks in this world, and the rich of the rich, the elites of the world, would have the means to be able to do that if they wanted to. Oh yeah. See, that's the thing is, we could look back at shows like this 10 years down the line and be like yo what the fuck we thought this shit was so fucked up at the time and now it's like real life <laughs> yeah well because like whenever the detective was in that room with all them records I mean they dated back to the 90s I think for that show that that universe on the show like of records of winners like, they've been doing the squid game for a long time yep that's I mean obviously there we really don't know everything there is to know about what was going on because when the detective had that one perp that wanted to like wanted to do sexual stuff with him uh, while they were watching the games when he was like dressed as one of them uh, like waiters and stuff 
Yeah. He made him get on his knees and tell like everything he knew in the videos that he was going to send that he was trying to send at the end to his uh, commander. Well, we never got to see that. No. And fucking Jihan never really got answers from Ilnam at the end. He got no. some, but. I mean, he didn't get a full-on, like, context of why, how long, who's running, like, none of that. Nope. Like, that's how I feel like the show ended with just so many more questions than answers. And it's probably purposeful. Probably. Probably. They're going to run another season. Yeah. Because fucking at the very end, G-Hun's going back. Like insane motherfucker you'll see your shirt <laughs> like honest to god <laughs> i mean which i have a feeling for him now it's more about finding answers and getting money oh yeah because he has a fuck ton of money now oh yeah god. he's like a very very rich man 50 billion whatever what do what do they use um, South Korea. Because all they kept saying was like 50 billion won. Yeah, I think it's, I think that's what it's called. Like, one is uh, their terminology, like, instead of a dollar, it's a one. Oh, okay. See, overall, that shit was just crazy because. You saw the fucking battle in the last episode. <laughs> and Jihan yeah, that... was like, I can't do this. I was like, bro, just fucking do it. He just killed Cybiot, too. <laughs> yeah, see, like, Jihan, he, had a, he has a good heart. He does. Um, he's a good guy. And it was just, man, they had a battle that last episode. They did them fucking sick ass elites. They were enjoying that grudge match at the end. Yeah, and then they were like, "Yo, what's he doing?" When Jihan walked away, he's gonna waste all his mo- his opportunity to get all this money. What the fuck is wrong with him? Yeah. And saying who Yeah. I kinda as far as like wasting the chance to get all that money, I kinda get it just because you've already been through so damn much and like that man just killed Cybiok. Yeah. Has been somewhat deceiving for a while because like the Candy game where they had to carve those shapes out. He knew. He he knew what it was, and he was like, "Yeah, go. We'll each pick one. I'm gonna do the fucking square, triangle, circle, whatever you pick, because it's easier." Mm-hmm. And he didn't tell anybody else shit that was in their little group. Somehow, old Jihan made it out. <laughs> he just started licking the fuck out that bitch. <laughs> that was funny. He, he was just <laughs> licking it like crazy. 
he picked the umbrella because that was like his last interaction with his daughter. Like he had meaning behind it. And it yeah. almost fucked him. Man's about sweating like a motherfucker because he's like, bro, oh, I've got fucking 15 seconds to lick this bitch out of here. <laughs> yeah. And the little scene where it panned to everybody doing that shit killed me. I don't even know why. <laughs> God, everybody was just licking that. Once they saw him and started working, they were all just, ah, but most of them didn't get it done. No, they started too late. Yeah. I don't know what made him have the damn epiphany to hold it up to the light. He was like, oh, I could just like thin this bitch out a little bit. <laughs> that one, that episode was pretty wild. They all, all the games they played was crazy. Like, I mean, it, the the show was brilliant. In terms of keeping you interested and, and putting together these creative, like, creative measures towards the, just the storyline and shit. Like, there's so much going on. They have enough to, for sure, make another season. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, they, they did a great job. Like, I loved, I, I kind of loved, I kind of hated, I had mixed emotions on the ending. Like, you know, it jumps. He, obviously, it's sad as shit when he gets back and his mom's dead. I mean, yeah. That was sad, but it's kind of expected because she was in really rough shape when he went in. So. Yeah. And I mean, that's why he went back in was so she could get her surgery done or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it just took too damn long. That was one of the most telling and, like, most uh, interesting parts for me was after they all had that initial shock of what the games were, they all went back to their regular lives, and then a good portion of them ended up coming back because yeah, like their 90%. lives were so shitty. Yeah, and they were in so much debt, and they needed the money or felt that they needed the money, and 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 that's just telling of society today because we're living in this society where the like me and you talked about many times the gap between the rich and the poor has like never been greater than it is like right now and yeah it it is just economy the world economy is in a terrible spot and economy in many countries around the world is in a terrible place and people are struggling and people are getting desperate and this and that sort of that's what that was just you know alluding to is just how terrible it kind of is on the outside of squid game for those people and somebody said that uh, while they were in there i don't remember first it was some like side character essentially yeah but somebody was like when they were voting at first on whether to keep going or not Mm. he was like my life outside of here is worse than this 
at least this gives me an opportunity. If I go back into the regular world, I'm just going back to being miserable. If I'm here, I either die or I give myself the opportunity to have an actual decent life. Yep. But I have a feeling if something like that were real, like, there would be people that would just say, fuck it and go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For that, that would be, reason. yeah, a lot of people would be willing to line up to try to, to get out of the situation that they're in. Yeah. Cause Which is a sad like, reality. Yeah. Because there's a lot of people that would, they're like, either I live on the side of the road for the rest of my life or I go try to win this money. And either I die there or I come out with, if it was like in the U.S., hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. It's worth a shot. The one one part that was impactful in my mind was after G. Hun got out, he had all that money in his bank account. He only took a little bit out and gave it to try to give it to Sang Wu's mother or whatever after she gave that uh, mackerel or whatever type of fish. But like after he realized his mom died, it like fast forwarded a year later and like he was living the same way he did before he went in. Just like he grew out his facial hair. He was just mentally fried and, and just emotionally fucked from seeing so many people die and just going through that, you know. And yeah, it was like he just Sang Wu's mom pretty much every day. Yep. And no and, and he can't what happened say to anything. Him. Yep. And it's just, it was, he was fucked. I mean, after he came out of there. And, you know, for that whole year, until he had that like meeting with the, uh, the bank guy. And then eventually that later that night, he'll know and, and kind of had that realization. He was just living that. That same way, just hopeless as fuck. But then they played that game with the unknown. That was that was pretty powerful. Or they were seeing if anyone would come for that homeless guy that was freezing to death out there. And then he yeah. finally did. So uh, Jihun won that little game with Ilnam right before he died. And then it, you know, fast forwards a little bit. And he's doing good at that point. Like, he gets uh, Sabiuk's uh, brother, like, kind of gets Sangwoo's mom another child to take care of. Leaves a fuck ton of money in that suitcase. Like, that was that was dope as fuck. Yeah. And dyes his hair red for God knows why. And then, <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, that was just so random. Yeah. And then... And he was heading back to go to America because that's where his daughter and him moved. And then he sees that fucker playing that game. 
that just sets up the ending. And uh, I, we assume to be trying to go back. But there's so many, there's so much stuff not answered. Like, who the fuck was the detective's brother? You know, the front man. Like, who is he? How did he get involved in that? Like, how long has he been doing that? Like, why kill your brother right there? And I guess I get that also. Like, why and who is running this whole thing? Who are those elites? Like, you had, like, from their accents, some were sounded American, like maybe one or two sounded like they might have been American. Yeah. Um, some sounded European, perhaps German. Or it might have sounded a little bit German or something. And then one was uh, speaking Mandarin, so from China. Yeah. So like those are, you know, what is that alluding to just some, some of the richest people in the world or something? Like some really, really... High up. Sang Wu was sort of. Was it Sang Wu? That. Not Sang Wu. I don't know why I said Sang Wu. Was it Il Nam? Did he tell Jihan? Or did the frontman tell Jihan, you bet on horses, you guys were our horses? One of them told him that. Oh, shit. It was. Was it the front? I think man? the front man. When they were like riding back in the limo or whatever. Yeah, it was the front man. Yeah, after he had won. Yeah. Because he was like, they were sitting there in that fucking limo, and he was like, "Listen, I know you think this is fucked up, and it kind of is, but you bet on <laughs> horses. You guys are our horses." <laughs> Oh, that's supposed to make fucking Gion feel any better. Yeah, it's... Let's see, the difference between a horse race and that shit? The horses ain't dying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. that shit was just fucking crazy. Because they kept uh. trying to, like, justify it. Mm. And obviously, to the majority of people, there is no justifying some shit like that. No. The one thing I will say is whenever Ilnam was talking about it, like, sure, yeah, it, it, it was fucked up. It was inhumane, obviously. Like, it, you know, that made the show. It's, it, it, it's, a, it's insane and atrocity to those humans. But to Ilnam's point, he did stress that they all voluntarily came there. Yeah. And it, and then he stressed like especially the second time. They all knew that people were gonna die the second time when they came back. Yeah. And they still came. So it's like, okay. When the, first the first time when people come. Yeah, it is completely like you have they none of go that any thinking idea. they're just going to play games. Whoever won gets some money. They all go home. Yeah, because they didn't even have any idea how game, much. Like, no, they wouldn't tell them until after the first game. 
and then they go play red light, green light, and half the people die. I like you. What the yeah. fuck? <laughs> this isn't what I signed up for. I just came to try to win a little bit of money. Yeah, them stupid young guys. They were made that bet. Like, I bet I can get further than you because thinking they'd just either get caught or like be out or be able to stop in time. And they like sprinted, and then as soon as you turn around, they obviously were still moving and just got fucking sniped. Yeah. That set that the whole show changed from that moment on. Yeah, because it was like. You could tell something was happening. Some weird shit just by like the intro game where he won like a hundred thousand. Because mm-hmm. it, was, it was like, yeah, you don't owe me anything. I just get to slap you every time you lose. I was like, yeah, some oh, weird like physical weird. abuse, like in exchange, yeah, like. Physical abuse being weighed with like money is per life. It was just weird, like from the start. Yeah, but then you actually get into the first game and people just getting mowed down. It's like, oh <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, but you know what's really crazy that I've been thinking about is Ilnom had the final vote to break the tie on whether they went home or not after the first game. And he deliberately, like knowing now what we know, he deliberately voted to send them all home so that they would all have that autonomy in their decision to come back. Yeah. Kind of smart on his part, really smart on his part. Yeah, because then... He knew people were going to be like, all right, well, I don't know why I'm here. Let's go back. This life that I'm living is kind of fucking pointless. At least I have a chance. Yep. And then out of like, I think it was like 260 or something remaining after the first game, 240 came back. Yeah, something like that. A lot. I mean, that's a that's a lot. See, it's also it that first game. I remember when we got into the damn organ farming episodes. They were like, we couldn't salvage anything from the first game because they were shot fifty caliber sniper rounds. Yeah. I was like, Jesus. <laughs> they did get, I mean, straight up just obliterated that first game. Yeah. That damn detective was smart with that shit, though, because it worked out perfectly. He ended up getting in with the people doing the organ farming, and then that ended up helping him make his escape. Because he knew where the scuba stuff was. Yeah. He was really smart. Like, I wish he didn't have to die. But. Which, I mean, technically it might not. We don't know. Because we just heard. He got shot, like, in the kind of shoulder-ish. 
and fell and into fell the, the water. water. So he could technically still be alive. We don't know. Yeah, we ne- there's never a, a scene that showed he was dead body. The now, chance. he, I have a feeling if he's still alive, he's going to end up going back. That yeah. stuff that he was trying to send didn't send. There's no chance for it to send now because he fell into the water, so the phone's fucked. So, yeah, I, I, I guess it didn't send. I guess not. Because since it, like, fast-forwarded a whole year, like, if it would have sent, like, surely to God, something. Something would have happened. Yeah. So, I have a feeling if he's still alive, he's going to go back. Try to get more evidence. Maybe have some vendetta against his brother. Mm-hmm. Take out the front man himself. Become the front man. That would be some crazy shit. I wouldn't be surprised, but I also would be surprised as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that would be insane. I could see him at least doing something to assume that role to get information. Yeah, do. I mean, essentially, like he did with every other position in that bitch, just disguise as him. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you're the front man, nobody doubts you. Oh, yeah, like, authority over all them fuckers. So he can figure out just about anything he wants, then have full liberty to send off whatever he wants. I kept calling the people that came, the elites, I remember, they called them VIPs in the show. Oh, yeah. VIPs are coming. Yeah, I have a feeling that's just supposed to represent like the richest people in the world. Yeah. And using human lives as betting tokens. The World Economic Forum. Yeah. Maybe. There's so many different like potential comparisons between that shit in real life but yeah in my opinion though the most badass scene was when like right before they were playing that final like the actual squid game uh, Jihan and Sangwoo like Jihan was fucking pissed because obviously Sangwoo killed uh, Savio and he chose offense first. And, like, saying who didn't see him, and he picked up that dirt. And, yep. like, as soon as he went, he fucking shit. He <laughs> his damn eyes. Bro, he was I walking around that. that damn board like a badass. He was. like He, he was, was so angry. Funny. He picked that <laughs> shit up, threw it in his face, walked across that little platform. Yeah. Went over there, he stood at the bottom, he was like, it's fucking time for a fucking battle, let's fucking get it. And he just goes and, like, spears him. (laughs) God, then it started raining out of nowhere. 
just a fucking monsoon. <laughs> uh, see, I don't know why. For some reason, this scene just fucking stuck with me. The damn when they were playing red light, green light, and Ollie caught the motherfucker. Oh yeah, that shit was crazy. Because that they both had to have some damn strong core. All he had was holding him with one arm. Yeah, and Ali was a strong motherfucker. Like when he had his little like went back into regular society. Like he had his kid and his wife. He was trying to get out of there, but he went back to that. Uh, guy trying to get money that he was owed for working there or whatever and he ended up somehow shoving that guy in his fucking hand got cut like that was crazy too yeah he was a strong dude like I, no one should mess with him he was he was strong and he was very good he didn't know half the shit that was going on but he was good at adapting yeah because he didn't know like any of the games at all <laughs> No, he knew jack shit about nothing. Like he was, but he was a very kind-hearted, and um, he was just a good, he was a good guy. Sangwoo fucking hard later in that damn Marvel game when Sangwoo started playing that motherfucker because he was so scared. All he was. And saying Wu was too, that's why he turned into a little dick. He's like, damn, this motherfucker's beat me in a game he don't even know how to play. <laughs> yeah. They ended up dirty in that game. They were like, partner up, guys. And everyone went for their buddy and <laughs> had to fucking yeah. kill their friend. Yeah, it was fucked up. Because the one pair was a husband and a wife, and the dude had to kill his wife. Yeah, then he hung himself. Yep. That was fucked. This shit had so many just fucking dark twists and turns. Fucked with you as a viewer, depending on who you liked. Yeah. Who your favorite was stuff. I mean, it was, yeah. a, it was a really dark show. I mean, you knew that from the first episode, that that's how it was going to be. Hmm. But you didn't... I didn't know it was going to get into so many real life uh, sort of stuff, though. Like Even like the uh, organ harvesting and stuff like that, it, that happens in real life. That is a real, like, that is, happens on the daily. Yep. And, obviously, the VIPs, they have, you know, they're probably just a metaphor for different groups or different people in in, in real life. And then, obviously, the, the wealth disparity and the gap, the wealth gap between the rich and the poor around the world now, and, and so many other things. Like it, it was a very, 
very thought-provoking, uh, a very thought-provoking show. Yeah. They did really well with tie- tying real-life aspects into a show that's fictional. Yeah. For sure. I, I really liked it. I mean, what do you, what about you? I'm obviously we've sat here, talked all about it, but I, I, I thought it was a, uh, I mean, I don't know, you know, on a scale of like one to 10, I'd probably give it a, I don't know. I'd probably give it a solid like eight to eight and a half. I really enjoyed it. I'd probably give it like an eight and a half. It was good. I mean, I had the amount of stuff I liked was like I, I pretty much liked pretty much the whole show. Like there was just a couple little cool things that I didn't, and then there was a couple, I guess, plot holes that probably aren't plot holes because I mean they're probably gonna have another season, and See. they'll probably answer all that stuff. Yeah, that's the thing. If another season comes out, that rating could definitely go up. Yeah, it was a. It was a really well, it was a well produced, a well made, a well written, great acting. I mean, across the board, it was, it was a great show. And I, I was skeptical. I really, you know, I knew, you know, this this blowing up. It's one of the top. It's the top show, or it was like one of the top shows, and it became like the top show in the world. Still is. And like I was just, you know, I don't really like to get into all that super mainstream like everyone's talking about stuff but this garnered the attention it was getting for sure yeah see i'm the same way i usually at least try to stay away from it for a while anything Mm -hmm. that's super hyped up but it got to the point where i was seeing a bunch of different like memes and stuff about it i was like i don't know what any of this shit means yeah. <laughs> and finally, and like, the show had so much meaning. And, and the and one of the best parts was at the end, whenever uh, Jihun won that little contest with Il Nam about having some faith in humanity, and finally had a, a bit of a positive note in terms of that person that came back to try to with the uh, police to try to help that homeless person. It's finally a yeah. bit of a positive note. Like you can't completely have all your faith lost in humanity, even though shit's pretty fucked right now. There's 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 still good in the world. There's still a lot of good in the world. Yeah. And, and that's always a positive a message that needs to be promoted across the board is there is always gonna be good or there's always gonna be good, there's always gonna be evil. But there's always you gotta always have a, the hope that there's just gonna be just just a little bit more good, just a just a little bit more. Yeah, because once you get to the point where you don't, it's just kind of a sad existence. Exactly. You you gotta you gotta have you gotta have some hope and, and some good and some optimism in life. But guys. Uh, that was our review of Squid Game. You know, we thought about it. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed it as well. Maybe you guys did, didn't. Uh, you know, uh, hopefully 
everyone who listened to this has watched it and and maybe you agreed with some of our takes maybe you didn't uh if you want to like let us know go over to our twitter at tpw show uh on twitter and, and let us know what you guys thought uh connect with us over there uh i mean that was it was a great show you got any closing remarks no, I mean, I would definitely recommend going and at least giving it a try. It's, to me, worth the watch. Yeah. But that, that about does it for me. Man. Yeah, same here. Uh, as always, we appreciate all you guys that listen. Um, share it with your friends. You know, let, let's keep this community growing because uh, we got a lot of good content we're going to be trying to get out there uh, and a lot of good ideas. Um, in the coming weeks. Uh, hopefully you guys are all well and safe. Uh, to our person out in Belgium, you're awesome. To our person out in Kansas, you're awesome. To our person in D.C., you're awesome. To our person in California, you're awesome. To all of our listeners, to our person out there in Charlotte, you're awesome. Yeah, and everyone else that I that I missed, I'll try to give you a shout-out at some point. I don't know if I'll be able to get to all of you, but... Just know you all are wonderful. We'll do our we best. appreciate you guys. <laughs> yeah, we we appreciate you guys for sure. So uh, thank you guys for listening, and uh, we'll see you guys later. Let's see it.